back to the Sex Den Podcast, everyone. You are here with Lauren and Camille. Your den mothers. Your den mothers. And I think the first thing that we should announce is that this is the season three finale. This is our season three finale. Yeah. We were originally only going to do 10 episodes, and then we just had to do more. Yes. Together. So I don't even know how many we're at. We just are going till it feels delicious. And now with the holidays coming up, we are taking a break from recording to work on some really exciting stuff for you guys. Yes. Yeah. We, just for a month. Just for a month. Yeah. We love our wolf pack. We have some really incredible stuff in store. That's right. So this is going to be the last episode that we post on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. But we do have our Patreon page, patreon.com slash the sexton, where we currently have eight bonus Q&As up. Yes. And we'll be adding more stuff through the holiday season. We will also be picking an additional winner for January. Yes. So don't worry. You don't have to miss us. You can just sign up for our Patreon and join our Diamond Adorn Wolfpack baby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Again, patreon.com slash the sexton. That's Experiencing a lot of change in our lives, aren't we? Yes. Yeah. We feel a little heartbroken. Yes. And we feel a little weird. Heartbroken and weird. And excited. And excited. A lot of different emotions. So today as our season three finale, wrapping up, of course, it always comes in perfect time. Like right in time for the holidays. We are going to do a little 2022 recap yes we're going to incorporate some of our lessons that we've learned some guidance for the wolf pack in regards to things that we've been through and talk about all our changes that are happening that's exactly right yeah so I think your week update is bigger let's start with your week update Lauren you want to go big I think we go big okay well I want to talk about something that is actually a several month update So Shane and I moved into this place in Tulum. We got the best deal ever. It was Mm -hmm. seriously just something so special. We moved in and there's a tree outside of our bedrooms and it is so spiky. It has a ton of spikes. My dad came. He's like, oh, wow, Lou, what is that tree? I've never seen a tree so spiky. He's like, it must be protecting something really rare. And I'm like, whoa, dad. You always use that voice for dad, by the way. Yeah. Like, oh, wow, kiddo. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> like, wow, Not kiddo. how our dad sounds at all. <laughs> no, but I just think that it is. That is the dad voice. That's how I hear him. Yeah. And so anyway, over the last couple of months, I've been watching this tree And it has these really rock hard green pods that are like basically the size of big guavas. Yeah. They're basically the size of mangoes. I'm like, maybe, I don't know what they are. Okay. Well, the update this week is that the green, really strong husk has been falling off from the trees and these puff balls of cotton. It looks like cotton. It is cotton. It is cotton. It's a Peruvian cotton tree. Oh my god. Yes, I looked it up. I figured it out and everything. But it's these giant puffballs. If you're watching, 
this on YouTube. You know what? I'm going to upload a picture of the cotton puff balls to our Patreon because yeah. they're really incredible. Yeah. They're so special. So anyway, I'm looking at the tree right now as we record, and I just wanted to let you all know that the cotton has bloomed. It has bloomed. You know what's interesting? When we had our ba- our last big change moving yes. from Lake Arrowhead, we had just watched the bird's nest. Yes. The birds come in, create their nest, hatch the eggs, and then the little chicks left the nest right before we were leaving and now I feel like this tree expanding is representative of your next change yes the reason that we're heartbroken today well you know what I'm gonna make them wait a little bit longer because I wanted to say Shane's brother is in town yeah we are having so much fun with Nathan he's hilarious he wears this little speedo with his balls and his penis (laughs) <laughs> and his we just balls. with his balls and his penis and we just love him he's yeah. so funny and we went to Cozumel this weekend and went diving and got to see this I'm kind of impeding on your update too okay. but, or imposing I mean um updates kind of together yeah and so we got to go to Cozumel and just really feel the vibes and it felt nice because Shane and I went to Cozumel right when we fell in love, like the day after we had consummated our love and just, oh my God, so romantic. So it was really nice to be back there with him. Mm -hmm. And we got, Nathan works for a hotel chain. Mm -hmm. And so, or a hotel, I guess, I don't know, chain, Starwood or Marriott Bonvoy or whatever. And so we got to stay at this gorgeous Westin for like $5 and it was so fun. Cute. Yeah. So when we were, we have been going through a lot right now, trying to sort of figure out what feels right for us. And we are heading home for the holidays on the 21st. And Shane and I are not going to be returning to Tulum. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we told Camille this morning, we're having some heartbreak hotel. Mm Mm-hmm. It just feels like it's time to go for us. And it's really hard. It's really weird. We have no idea where we're going next. But we just know that this, it feels like we're being kind of asked to leave in a, in a way, energetically. Yeah. So that's right. Bye-bye, Birdie. Bye-bye, Birdie. <laughs> so it's flying the coop. Yeah, we've been here about five months. We were here for all of July went back home for August and then we were here for September, October, November, and almost all of December. Yes. By the time we leave. And we just feel like it's come to a natural close. Like, yep. Okay. We're ready. And so we put in our notice today and are heading into the wild. <laughs> yeah. Heading. We have no effing idea. No effing idea. Yeah. And as for little old me, Camille, I'm staying. Yeah, Camille's going to stay. Yeah, I'm staying. I'm staying for right now. I just signed a six-month lease, just moved in. Y'all heard my week update last week. It was a disaster getting back here. But I am settled into my place, working out some kinks, but feeling like this is the place I'm supposed to be right now. Yeah. Yeah. when When I was your age, I felt like I needed to be in Tulum too. I mean, I kept coming back here, coming back here, coming back here, making content, really excited about stuff. It's just, we're in a little bit of a different chapter right now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's heartbreaking. Yeah. And also it's going to be fine. It's going to be totally fine. It's going to be totally fine. It's going to be fine. It's really hard though, because Camille and I have really 
really gotten used to living together. Five seconds. Five seconds apart. So it's just going to be hard. Our dogs love each other. We love to be together. So I always just feel like we're going to be end up being together. Yeah. It has Me to too. Be. It has to be. But who knows? I'm on the road for a while right now. Mexico feels really good. When this stops feeling good, I don't know where I'm going to go. I've looked at some, you know, Europe, Costa Rica. I don't know. It just seems fun to just keep traveling with my little dog. And then you never know. Who the hell knows? You could meet love. Mm-hmm. I could all of a sudden want to back move back state to the States. Who the hell knows? That's the wild thing about this ride that we're on once we're born. It's You really don't know. A lot of people do know, though. They make it so that they have to know, and then they just don't go anywhere else. Oh, I can't imagine. wild. That. Yeah. No, I can't. I used to be able to imagine that. Like, I, when I was an engineer in San Diego, I was like, no, I'll probably, like, be here forever. Right. Then once it felt like I started healing, I started following my heart more. Yeah, I just, I can't imagine being in one place. Yeah. Just because I know now how exciting traveling is, I don't know. Everything just seems fun. Everything does seem fun. And that's how I feel right now, too. It's like, I don't know if we're going to end up in Costa Rica or in Europe. We really don't have any plans right now other than just we're not coming back to Tulum. Yeah. And that is that on that. That is our season three finale. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us today. How are you all? See you next year. <laughs> I always find myself wanting to ask that. Yeah, yeah, how so are you? Yeah, how are you? <laughs> yeah. I actually love getting updates from the wolf pack. So hit us up on Patreon. If you're yeah. one of our members, just let us know how you're doing. How's your 22, 2022 coming to a close? Yeah. I feel like 2022 was kind of the first year that we – it feels like life really had a big hiccup with COVID, you know, like 2020, so weird. Yeah, 2020, 2021, it was kind of like people getting used to sort of a new normal, like travel restrictions and not able to leave your country and all this stuff. And then 2022 was sort of the first year back, I guess, in some way to freedom yeah. and like normalcy. Yeah. And so I am curious, 2022 feels like, it was kind of a hard year. It's a really hard year for me. But yes, but also it felt more grounded than the two previous. I guess so. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I'm gonna just take that right back. Nothing about this year has felt grounded to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! No, nothing about it has been grounded. I'm just gonna do a 2022 recap, like what happened each month. A little bit and then you do the same big events each month and okay. then we're just gonna go back on the lessons okay okay January I was married I my partner had just gotten out of the military we packed up all our stuff in San Diego and put it in storage okay February moved to Tulum for the whole month March moved back to live with you in Lake Arrowhead yes had my birthday March April, May, lived with you for a couple months, wasn't happy, May, made the decision to separate. Whoa. Yes. June was still separated. Came back together at the end of that month with my partner. Three days. Then we decided to do a divorce. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. It's just, 
<laughs> I'm sorry. We decided to do a divorce. <laughs> Three days, we decided to do a divorce. Okay. We decided to do a divorce. It reminds me of last episode when you like, Sky I, high, never buy it. No. <laughs> oh. No, that was really <laughs> funny too. Sky high, never buy it. Never no. Buy it. You were talking about... I pointed at someone to making out. You know, we were kissing, we were making out, and it went to more than making out. It, it went to sex. sex. <laughs> yeah. It's like separated, we came back together, divorce. We decided <laughs> to go to divorce. Yeah. We went to divorce from there. Oh my God. It reminds me for whatever reason of your best friend Jamie when you talk like that. I know. <laughs> I know you're listening, Jamie. I love you. Oh my God. So, so funny. funny. It went to sex. It went to sex. <laughs> It went to divorce. It went to divorce. Okay, yeah. sorry. Not to make light of it. July. Very sad. very sad. Devastating. July. Spent the month house-sitting alone in California for my parents' house. Had like a little retreat to myself. My first month yes. going through a big D. And you had my dog because I was here. Yeah, I had but two dogs. What about me? Then August. Moved to Florida for a month. Lived with my dad. It was really fun. Yes. I loved that month, actually. My business was thriving. So great. September, I moved to Mexico. Whoa. Got wildly sick at the end of the month. Crap. Sick for 10 days. October, so much company, so much fun. We had your huge birthday bash. Then our parents came into town. And then my best friend came into town. October was a whirlwind. Yes. November, I was in a town just about an hour north. Loved it so much. Totally fell in love. And then now I'm back here for December. So I've bounced around and each month I've been in Mexico, I've been in a different place. Right. So since January, I have lived in so many different places. Jeez. Yeah. San Diego, Tulum, Lake Arrowhead. Now we can say it now that you've sold the house. Lake Arrowhead. Then a city in California. Dad's one, two, three, four places in Tulum. Tulum and another city. Nine Whoa. places. Jesus. Yeah. So no wonder I haven't felt grounded. Yes. <laughs> okay. So that is a wild That's year. That's my year. And also my business has done better than ever. I have connected so deeply with people that I know are my sole clients. Like I've had clients now where I know what I'm looking for in my next clients because I love them so mm-hmm. much. I've kind of found my voice on social media you know, doing my marketing stuff, getting more comfortable in front of a camera. It's been a year of growth and expansion and being on the go. And I got my Rudy. Yeah, you got Rudy. And I got Rudy Bear. You got him in April. April. Yeah, now I have a son. He's my son. Gosh. I became a mother this year. Yeah, you really did. And I became an aunt. And you became an aunt. Wow. I know. That okay. was my year. This year wow. felt like it was so, it was like kind of one long month it felt like. Mm-hmm. It didn't, I think that's too because we moved, we were in a hot place. That It's really crazy what that does to my psyche at least where yeah. it feels like from July until now it's been one long month because there's literally no change at all in the temperature here. Now the last week has been nice, but you know what I mean? It's there's like no change. You're in a hot place. There's no fall or winter. So it feels like every day is the same. That has to be what it is. Yeah. 
It feels like a dragged out month. It's so strange. It's wild. I've never lived in a place like that. I mean, even I in, even in San Diego, there's, there's change. change. Oh, there's absolutely change. Yeah, there is change. Okay, yeah. so in January for me, Shane and I had just bought our house and we were doing painting and renovations on it. By the way, I think it's hilarious how you just did your updates so succinctly. And for me, it would take me an hour to do mine because it's just like, and then I here's know, a detail no, that you can't I miss. <laughs> Lauren is like our mom to a T. It's a story, but the story, it has so many different layers. It has so many layers. Because I like to highlight. Okay, 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 okay. Highlight. Because then I want to do lessons. Okay. So I had moved into our place. And on the very second day, <laughs> well, this is important. Okay. On the very second day of the year, Shane proposed to me. Am I not allowed to say that? <laughs> can I not say I'd it? I'd say that's one of the biggest events in your life. Yes. Yeah, you can say it. Okay. So thank you. Shane and I were in Laguna Beach and he proposed. So that was my January, was really loving that. Doing our engagement party. Our parents came to our house and I got to host them for our engagement party, which was so sweet. February, we came to Tulum, mm-hmm. and in February, I also was really the beginning of that friendship unspiraling things, mm-hmm. which was a huge part of my year. Mm-hmm. So big. So that happened. And then in March, you moved in with us. March, April, and May. Yeah, yeah. March, April, and May, you moved in with us. We were kind of doing our podcast, season two, remember? Yes. Season two, having so much fun. June, well, actually, then in May, we decided to sell our house. We had only had it for, like, six months. Mm -hmm. So, at that point, we decided to sell our house. It was perfectly finished, of course. (laughs) Decided to sell our house and move to Tulum. So, really, May and June were, like, getting the house ready. Totally. You know, doing all those little stressful things, making sure it was going to be okay, that would make money, blah, blah, Mm -hmm. blah. July, Shane and I came to Tulum for the entire month while you were going through for his 40th. your divorce. Shane turned 40 and we went into escrow on the home. August, we came back to move out and, and go to Florida. We went to Florida. August, we moved, or I'm sorry, September, we moved to Tulum. Yeah. We had one place. And we moved to a different place for October, November, and December. I did Spanish classes almost every day or every other day, really. We had so much company. I turned 30 in October. Geez, so much. But it also wasn't that much. It felt like it. Well, we can go into lessons in a second. But yeah, that was my year, really. And then December, now we're moving back. So we won't be here for 2023. This year was a lot. Yeah. It feels like this year has been really long, though. Like, Mm -hmm. looking back, I keep thinking, like, I I almost said, oh, my gosh, it's almost 2024. Right. Because I I just feel like it's been 2022 for so So long. long. Yes. From the beginning of the year, I mean, my whole life is different. Mm Mm-hmm. I knew I would be traveling. Mm Mm-hmm. And... My, I'm just going to kick it off, sorry, with a first lesson, which is if it's calling to you, just pack your shit and go. Hmm. Pack your shit and go. We only have 
a limited amount of time here. Mm -hmm. And I always saw myself traveling, but all the details seem so scary. How to sell your stuff. I have a car. What do I do? I have a lease. I have my job here. If you want to make it happen, it will happen. Mm -hmm. I just have encountered so many people that have just decided to up and move and sell all of their stuff. No plan. They picked up little jobs on the side here and they're just making it work and happy that they're exploring. Right. And now I feel like that. I was, I was an engineer. I was an engineer last year working a very corporate job married living in a place that I had a long-term lease I had a little BMW like I had all that stuff and I just sold it all and it felt Mm -hmm. so good yeah I live out of two suitcases now with my dog I love that so so much it is so worth it it's kind of I can get myself a little bit into a stress spiral about it a little bit because it's a lot of unknown like there's so much unknown that you almost just have to laugh at it sometimes. I was just telling Camille today that if you asked me where I will be in February, I would just say, I can't take that bet. Like, I have no no idea. I have no idea. But yeah, it really is important. I, I was talking to Shane about this last night, how this may sound a little bit morbid, but I feel like everybody knows that we're going to die. Yes. At some point. I think it's important to have that as something that is kind of there with you. You're going to die, really. Mm -hmm. So it's like, how do you want to live? How do you want to live? Have you always craved to just get rid of most of your possessions and minimize, even if it's just your house? So that you are more mobile? Have you always craved to put your kids in a half online school, half, you know, I don't know, hands-on parenting school so that you can go live in Bali? Do it. Like, we are going to die. That's a guarantee. fucking T. So what do you want to do with your time while you're alive? Yeah. And also, why are you taking everything so seriously? It seems like a lot of these decisions, like, what am I going to do with my car? What am I going to do with my house? You have to remind yourself that other people have done this who are probably way less capable than you are. Like, it's pretty incredible. it's true. There are people- You meet the people and you're like, how are you existing like this? Like, how do people survive? I don't know how Shane survived without me. (laughs) (laughs) But he did. He did. People survive. They do it. And so it's like, you can do it. I had a little moment- of realization like that last night, I got a text from my old boss Mm. with a photo of her with two of our other employees. And it said, we miss you. And they were at a job site, I'm sure traveling somewhere for a job site. And I was like, Oh, I, I really miss them too. And then I was thinking, wow, it has been a year and a half since I left my job. I have done so much. So much. And just thinking, that if I would have stayed, I would be right there with them at just another one of those. And that's not to say that people don't love that lifestyle, Mm -hmm. but I was like, wow, I would just be in the same exact place that I Mm -hmm. was if I wouldn't have made all this crazy change. Mm -hmm. And then I was thinking, I God, I should really catch up with my boss. 
holy shit, I have a lot to catch her up on. Yeah. Like a year and a half has gone by, you know, and it's like, how are you to them? Great. Everything's the same. You know, they're just like, what about you? And it's just like, oh my God. Right. Let me tell you. I know. Psychedelics, healing, starting my own business, leaving my husband, moving the country. Like it's just so many things. And that feels like the life that I want to be living. Yeah. Yeah. It, you don't think about it until Shane said this to me the other night too. He's like, what makes life longer is when you have new beginnings and yeah. new endings. When you have yeah. beginning chapters and that chapter ends and then you have another chapter and that chapter ends and you have another chapter and some of them are longer and some of them are shorter. Yeah. But it's like when you're open to things closing so that you can be open to new things beginning. Mm-hmm. And it feels good and it feels scary, you know? Yeah. Like a lot of the decisions, we can even just talk about this one that we, he and I just made to to move. It's like we just figured everything out in Tulum. We know where to get our meat. We know where to get our eggs. I'm your going water. to my Spanish school. We have totally. our water delivered. You know, it's like we just you're free diving. got yeah. our free diving. We have our friends here. We have you here. It's like we have all of this, but for whatever reason, both of our hearts are saying go. Yeah. We just keep feeling this like go. Yeah. And so we're listening and it's so crazy because so- – so often, I mean, this is what I talk about the majority of the time in my coaching is being so body centered. And a lot of times when we're body and heart centered, it doesn't make logical sense. Mm. And that's, yeah, that's where you build the relationship with your heart because it's like, okay, this isn't making a lot of sense. Like we have the easiest, you know, rental agreement, all of these things. It's like we basically have everything that we want and we're still hearing this go Mm -hmm. into the unknown. We have no idea what's going to happen next. And it's like, isn't that kind of fun? Like Shane and I will get to say when he's 50 and I'm 40, remember when we were living in Tulum and we just, you know, leapt and had no idea. And then we ended up in Kathmandu. I mean, I don't know. I don't know where we're going to go. Yeah. But it's, that's the kind of life I want to live too. It's just this life of like, it's a little bit heartbreaking always. You're always kind of breaking a heart or feeling heartbroken mm-hmm. or having to switch up the norm. But I've got my cowgirl hat and I'm ready to go. I'm ready to <laughs> bounce, baby. Yeah. <laughs> and it doesn't feel like, you know, we're not sick of Tulum. That's always – Shane and I, this is our – you know, we've done this a couple times now. Yes. And – we always say that we like to leave before we're sick of a place. Yeah. We weren't sick of Arrowhead either. Of Lake no. Arrowhead. We but there you were, were things, on the verge. We were on the verge. There were things where we were like, okay, we're really ready. But he and I cried so hard. I mean, holding each other like sobbing about Arrowhead because we thought that it was going to be something different, you know? Yeah. And I, I'm sure that I'll do that here too. I've been coming to Tulum for over two years now. Yeah. And now being here like I had wanted to live in Tulum for two years and like feel the energy and now that's coming to a close and it's just like oh my god I feel so sad yeah it's crazy you guys are in such a different place than me because you are looking for a home soon Mm -hmm. where that's probably why it feels so different in my heart because I know this isn't my home right also because I don't have my lifelong partner right 
you know, Mm -hmm. I don't know where that person and I will end up meeting or being, or it just feels like, and if it is Saluma, it's Tulum, but I just signed the lease thinking like, cool, I'll be here for six months and then on to the next place. You know, there's no, there's nothing that is making me need to be attached to a place. Yeah. There's nothing driving you. Yeah. Like, it's just like Rudy and I would be fine anywhere. If I have to leave, if I end up hating this in a month, I'll just go, you know, it just feels like less pressure, Mm -hmm. but we're at a different place. I'm at a different place. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's like Shane and I don't talk about it very bluntly. I mean, I guess we sort of do, but Shane is 40. Yeah. I am 30 and we do, we would probably like to find a place that feels like we could settle down for a couple of years that would be nice and then travel and go here and there but I don't know if that'll ever happen yeah we it might, might not ever happen we might, might just be, be those people that yeah. are just kind of on the road we might be those yeah, gypsy being like that too I don't know mm-hmm. me too yeah. I have no idea okay what's a lesson you've learned this year any that have hit you hard I mean yeah so many but one that i I feel like maybe I talked about it in a different episode, but I wanted to just uh, talk about it here again, is that particularly around moving, I I know that I've talked about this before, um, but particularly around moving and stuff, I feel like it's a really good trigger for me because when I think about having to move and like pack up my stuff, get the logistics, cancel the you know, Wi-Fi, the water, whatever, I can get myself so worked up before I leave a place that I basically miss all of my final days there. Totally. Like you just miss three weeks of enjoying your life. Mm -hmm. And so a huge lesson for me has been how in the, like asking myself, how present can I be even when there's a lot of stuff to do. Mm. So I'm going to try to practice that again this month because we're out of here in two weeks. How present can I be just with each moment? And I feel like when you're moving, all of a sudden you do have a new appreciation for a place. Like I know it's going to be a hard two weeks for me because I'm going to be seeing you and Rudy. But it's like if we ask ourselves how present we can be even in a lot of discomfort sort of and like unknown that that helps us be present when things are just really smooth and calm Mm. and okay yeah so it's a really good test so that lesson kind of rolls into my next one which is about the pursuit of being okay because so often I think we experience life between issues it'll be like okay right now I'm going through a breakup Mm -hmm. and when I'm through this heartbreak I'm gonna be okay Mm -hmm. and then it's like oh shit my landlord is selling the building and now I have to move okay when this is over I'm Mm -hmm. gonna be okay I'm gonna eventually be okay and I am practicing being okay in every moment Mm -hmm. in every moment how can I come into my body so that I'm really experiencing it and really being as present as I can be because I don't want to live my life 
recuperating from all of the stuff that's happening all the time. Yeah. You know, I don't want to constantly be having to like recalculate and rebalance and like do all these practices to come back into my body. I just want to be in my body. Yeah. And so practicing that on days that are really calm, practicing that I've been really proud of myself. I've been really on my meditation, Mm -hmm. like 30 minutes every single morning. I am not moving. I'm sitting with the sunrise and I'm in meditation for 30 minutes and I'll stretch before or after that. But for those 30 minutes, I am dedicated to that practice. And it really, over time, over time, over time, that practice of being here and being in the moment is the only important thing you can basically do for your whole life. Yeah. How, of course, how here can you be? Yeah. It's the only thing. How present can you possibly be? Yeah. And you're right. It is in those moments of high chaos from an like external world Mm -hmm. where you can tell the progress and the stuff you still need to work on in your internal world. Mm -hmm. But if you think about it, looking back on your life, do you want to feel like every moment was chaotic and you were scrambled and you were always looking for the next thing or being stuck in the past or doing this? Or do you want to just look back and realize that you enjoyed each moment, no matter how happy, sad, painful, Mm -hmm. uncomfortable, stuff like that, you know? Yeah. And even not as much, it's not that you have to enjoy it necessarily, because there are moments in life that are so gut-wrenchingly heartbreaking. Yeah. And so it's not that you have to necessarily be like in joy of that moment. Joy. Yeah. But it's, can you feel it fully? Because if we're fully feeling those moments, then we don't have to recover from them as much. There are these moments in our lives where we're faced with something really difficult. And when we're not there for it, it's, it's like all of a sudden, if you're doing these things to keep yourself distracted or you're being on high alert and your nervous system is like, ah, and you're drinking a shitload of coffee and you're just like, okay, I'm going to get all this stuff done. And you just are blasting through it. Yeah. You're and and all of a sudden you've turned this thing that is a transition from one chapter to the next into an extremely stressful experience where you're not even getting to cherish the door closing yes you know it's like you've already blasted through the door and you're gone it's just like you're gone oh my god yeah and so I want to be able to gently close the door and just say okay I love you thank you for this chapter and really be in it yeah so I guess that's my lesson wow I feel like I'm having a little bit of heartbreak come up because I think that the last chapter in my life closed in such a chaotic crazy manner that I wasn't able to like enjoy the close of it Mm. so I think I'm trying to recuperate from that now and like let my nervous system let go of it with Mm -hmm. ease you know Mm -hmm. I wasn't given that opportunity it was really intense Mm -hmm. and so I that's why I feel like things are hitting me so hard now because things actually are calmer in my life. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, now I can be present and actually process what the hell just happened to me. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And this segues actually into my favorite point of this year, 
which ended up blowing up a little bit on my TikTok for some reason. Okay. So I think a lot of people really feel the same about this is I have really noticed this pattern, not only with me, but with my clients that feeling alone is a part of healing Mm. and it is better to be alone when you're feeling alone than being in a relationship feeling alone. Mm. So I broke out of that feeling really lonely in a partnership and just transformed into this kind of cocoon phase, being alone by myself. And it brought me so much peace. Mm. And I just can see this pattern with clients I work with too, a lot who have been going through breakups or have just recently decided to go through a breakup but they're feeling chaotic and like their partner isn't seeing them and their growth. It's just in a different path. And they leave the person and they're like, Oh my God, I feel so alone. And I'm like, you do. And that's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Be in the cocoon, Mm -hmm. be a hermit. Don't, you don't have to go out. You don't have to respond to everybody's text. Mm -hmm. Just be in it because the growth and the expansion that happens when we honor that alone time, Mm -hmm. the person we emerge as is something we never expected. Mm. Yeah. So that's my biggest lesson Mm -hmm. this year. That's why you got that little butterfly. Yeah. That's why I have my little butterfly tattoo. You want to go to your artist. I know that is so, it's so important. I, for you to talk about that because I feel like I didn't realize how many people experience this because I don't think that that was something that I ever experienced. I felt like being lonely was so vulnerable that I probably didn't even know how yeah. to say that I was feeling lonely. If yeah. that makes sense. You know, mm-hmm. I was just like, Oh, I don't know. I'm fine. I'm never bored. Yeah. But I noticed that it is such a huge fear for people is to be alone. Mm -hmm. It is scary. And it's it's in, it's in our biology. You know, I think that I went through a bit of that this year as well with not wanting to be on the outside of a community. It was in a different way, but it was just like, oh my gosh, I was kind of seeing me And then everybody else, kind of. And I'm like, oh, my God, am I just nuts? Like, is something horribly, you know, I felt very alone and, like, isolated on the top of a mountain by myself. Just like, holy shit. Mm -hmm. And once I decided to claim that and just be like, yep, I'm alone. I'm actually alone in relationship. You know, I'm not alone in my relationship or with you, but in relationship to that yeah community it was just like very freeing all of a sudden I'm like oh my god okay it 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 was like a breakup it was just I am alone I am alone and it feels good like I'm all of a sudden just able to kind of it feels like your horizons open up a little bit and you kind of just get to claim it I literally went back and did things that I did when I was going through a breakup like I just watched new girl mm-hmm. with you and with Shane yes. I started facetiming you more or having seeing you every second because I'm yeah. just like oh my god it feels like a breakup yes it can absolutely happen in friendships yeah it can happen when you're leaving college yes. like I remember feeling that way then yeah I was in a relationship but I had moved somewhere temporarily by myself and I was like oh my god 
I'm not around a group of people that are the same anymore. Right. You know, it's just those kind of little heartbreaking moments, but we spend most of our life in partnership. Yeah. Most people. And you know what? People who aren't in partnership usually have a lot of friends. Mm-hmm. So we are in partnerships with our friendships, mm-hmm. with family, with, you know, our guy or girl, whoever, or anyone who you spend or it non-binary. with. Or non-binary. Who you spend it with. So in the moments when you feel alone, just ask yourself, what is it that I want to do that I typically don't do when I'm with other people? Mm-hmm. You know, you're we're always kind of molding and, okay, well, where do you want to eat? You know, oh, I guess I can go to this lunch or dinner, blah, right. blah, blah. But while you're alone, because you know it's not going to be forever, we are creatures of companionship. Mm-hmm. That's how we live. What can you do to just prioritize yourself, your pleasure, your self-love? Like, how deeply can you get into that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Being alone or being afraid to be alone is not a reason to stay. Oh, yeah. Being alone. I want to say it's it again. It's scary. It's say it again. so scary. But being alone or being afraid to be alone is not a reason to stay. It's really not. It's really not mm-hmm. because you have no idea what's on the other side of those lonely feelings and you will be proud of yourself. You'll be proud of yourself for being like, okay, I was scared and I did something that I was scared to do. And we get rewarded for that stuff. It's like you get to re, I'm big on the chapter thing. We can talk about chapters or cocoons or closing a door. It's like all the same metaphor for the same thing of just like rebirth, you know, rebirth, rebirth, rebirth. And that doing rebirths in life and kind of cleansing stuff out. I don't think things are supposed to last forever. And we kind of talked about it. No. Unless it's my relationship with you or Shane. That's lasting forever. (laughs) Um, But unless. I think both of these things can actually be tied back into kind of fear-based living. Mm -hmm. Same with the first thing I said, packing up your stuff to go if you're being called to it. It's all fear-based living. It's so, so many of us live in such a fear state even if we're welcoming change, we can still be feeling so much fear for the change that we're missing the good part of the change. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, let's just take a look right now. Take a look at your life. If you're listening to this and you're just like, oh my God, what do I do? I'm living in fear. Write down the, the, narratives that come up for you around fear is that I don't want to be alone this partnership is better than not having one at least when I'm with this person other people think I'm cool because I have a partner you know I want to go travel but I'm scared because I have all this stuff and a payment and all that write down what you're afraid of Mm -hmm. and then ask yourself okay what if this did come true what if this biggest fear came true this is a thing for mom this is my this is my one of my favorite things to do with my clients yeah okay a, a list, not pro and con, yeah. but our fear and overcoming list. Right. Write your fears. If that one thing, what's the worst case scenario? Right. What can happen if that fear comes true? Right. And how can you, what are you going to do to solve it? Because it's not like it's just going to happen and you're going to be like, well. Yeah, it's <laughs> over for me. I mean. What maybe, does mom always say? What's her? What's your greatest fear? Yeah. What's your greatest fear? Uh, but she, <laughs> she'll go. Lauren, honey, what's your greatest fear? Yeah. And I'm like, uh, mom, like, um, uh, I'm like, I don't know that he'll break up with me and 
tell me I'm ugly? And she's like, okay. And if that happens, then what? Yes. And it's like, okay, I will tell him I'm I'm not ugly and I'll have another boyfriend sometime. And she's like, yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and then yes. that's the whole point. <laughs> Not a lot of follow through, but that's the point. (laughs) What's your biggest fear? Yeah. What's your greatest fear? What's your greatest fear? So that we're not living. Fear is just thought. Mm -hmm. It's just thoughts that perpetuate into something greater than they actually are. Mm -hmm. All we need to do is write it down and get it in front of us. And a lot of the time, a lot of our fears end up being like not being loved, unworthy, or dying. Mm-hmm. Like if this happens, what if I lose all my money? What's going to happen? Right. Well, I'm going to be homeless. Then I'm going to die. It's like, right. no, you're not. <laughs> when we write our fears down and look at actually where they're stemming from, first of all, that shows you where there's some healing that needs to be done. Mm-hmm. And also, a lot of the things are just ridiculous. You know that those things are never going to happen. Right. For instance, if you're selling all of your stuff to go move to a different country, are you really going to have zero money or are you going to figure out a way to make money once you get to the country? Right. If you're already planning, selling all your stuff, you're probably pretty with it. Yeah. You're not just going to not have money. You're going to pick up a little job. You're going to bartend, whatever. You're going to make it happen. Right. Yeah. You're going to make it happen. Or it's like, okay, for example, let's say that you're going to disappoint a few folks mm-hmm. when Ooh, you move. One. Disappointing folks Disappointing is a big folks. one. Because it's sad. You don't, you want them to know that you love them, that it's not about them, that you want to be near them, for example. Like, one of my biggest fears always is disappointing you. Disappointing me. I never want to disappoint you. Because I'm just like, oh my God, we all said we were moving here together. I mean, it's like, there was so much. And now, whoops, here I go. It's like, disappointing people though let's say that you're in a lease somewhere you just signed it and it's not feeling good for you and you're gonna have to figure out a way to get a new roommate in there for your other roommates Mm -hmm. it's like sometimes shit has to kind of collapse too you gotta have a blowout you've got to do some blocking (laughs) gotta do a blowout do some blocking because because man it is just no guarantees no and you are the only person that you have at the end of, especially when you're single and going through all these changes. Like when you're with a partnership, you make the changes together, blah, blah, blah. But also you have one life. Mm -hmm. I know it seems cliche and everybody says it like YOLO, you only, but I'm serious. You're not trying to be a wrecking ball. If you're doing things out of love, if you're being really considerate and mostly doing things out of love for yourself and following your heart, Mm -hmm. You're not going to have regret at mm-hmm. the end of the, at the end of the day, you know? Yeah. You can have, you, you may have some times where you look back and you're like, oh, could have done that a little differently. Yeah, that really <laughs> hurt. And that is going to happen. If of you're course. living a life that is full of meaning and intention and just like going with what your heart says, you are going to have times that are like that was fucking heartbreaking. Like, yeah. I did not do that the way that I wanted to. Totally. I'm going to have to do some forgiving for myself. Maybe I need to write a letter, reach out to that person. I mean. Totally. It's like, it can hurt. It can hurt. It can The reflection hurt. can hurt. And you but have that's to, part of the presence. And you, yeah, it's part of the presence and you have to see yourself or else you'll become an alcoholic, Susie. You have to see yourself and take responsibility for your own actions. That is another one that I would like to talk about today. I know we're at 52 minutes or whatever, but this has been coming up so much with my clients Mm -hmm. recently. 
And it's about taking responsibility for tu vida, which means for your life. Take responsibility for your life. For your life. Mm -hmm. And this can be in any time basically beyond childhood. Yes. Shit happens to you as a kid. You get to have compassion for your inner child. Hold them. Help them to feel safe. You don't have to take responsibility for it because you were a baby. Yeah. A baby. But if you were making rational decisions, I'm going to give a little example here. Go ahead. Let's say that you decided to move to a place and when you got there, it wasn't what you expected. You didn't like it and it was really hard for you to be productive. Okay. The person who is not taking responsibility for their life says, and this has been me before, so I'm using my own life example. I can't get motivated here. This place just isn't for me. I'm unable to to get it together. And I just, it's the weather, it's the people, it's all of this stuff, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Taking responsibility for your life looks like this. Okay. Whoops. <laughs> I, uh-oh. <laughs> uh, uh-oh. Uh, uh-oh. Okay. I made the decision to move here. I made the decision based on these factors. Yeah. I didn't fuck up. What actually happened is I made a choice and I stuck with it and I'm here right now. What can I do to get back into my body so that I can move forward and have the impact in my own life and on people around me and in the world that I'm wanting to have? It looks like, okay, if I made a mistake, let's say I hate the place and I'm like, shit, 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 I'm not happy with this. Oftentimes, we then go into a self-loathing spiral. Well, we start blaming all the external factors, Exactly. All the external factors and internal. Totally. So it's like, you know, my neighbor is loud, my blah, blah, blah. And also, then it goes to, I should have never made that change. Totally. I was totally fine where I was. Um, It was, you know... There are so many different things. You could see this as somebody stays in a relationship or leaves one and then they can't find another partner or they're having yes. trouble dating. And it's like, I should have just stayed in that stupid relationship because then at least it would have somebody. It's like, yeah. there's that. Yes. And so taking responsibility for your life looks like I am going to make it. I'm grateful for this experience. What can I learn from this? How can I embody what I need to embody so that I can move forward? And so this is a great lesson for me. Yeah. And talking through that, it's not hopeless optimism. What it is, is taking your life back. If everything's always about everything that's happening outside of you and also all of your own faults, then you're not present. This also goes for blaming everything on your current mental state. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Saying like, well, I'm doing that because, you know, I had anxiety or had depression or blah, blah, blah. It's also taking responsibility that those are things happening to our bodies. Mm -hmm. And those are things that we can take control of and heal from with many modalities, whether that's Western Right. medicine or Eastern practices, anything like that. But it's really just breaking away from the identity of doing things because of X. Right, 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 right. right. Yeah. Yes. I have anxious avoidance. So that's why I keep doing this. 
And it's yes. like, okay, let's let's come back a few steps. And that isn't exactly why. That might need be a pattern that you get to take responsibility in breaking. Yes. yes exactly. You get to take responsibility for noticing that you're showing up like that. And dedicating some time to not doing that anymore. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I felt like I just had to add that in. Okay. Yeah. I love that. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> We're here with an advertisement for Amber Bath Bathing Essentials. Amber Bath is your one-stop shop for your grandma, your mommy, your daughter, your Aunt Susie, your Aunt Cindy Lou Who, for all of the women, or honestly, the men, or people who don't want to have a gender and don't feel aligned with that. In your life, amberbath.com is the place for you. All of these bath products are made by hand with minimal ingredients, no stinky perfumes, all essential oils, and delicious oils, butters, frappes that you want to put on your skin. Oh, yeah. Especially in the winter. Oh, yeah. Especially if you're living in a dry place. And with the holidays coming up. Yes. You can use our code WOLFPACK at amberbath.com for 20% off your order. Gotta grab those products. Gotta grab them. We are also here to wish you a big, giant, happy motherfucking holiday. (laughs) A motherfucking holiday. Motherfucking holiday. And I think one of our biggest pieces of guidance is just we've said it over again. Just enjoy. Don't take life too seriously. If you're feeling like you're needing to work on some stuff right now, do that and also don't forget that the purpose in this all is to find our joy and our happiness. Yes. It's like, yes. ah, okay. So this holiday season, people I feel like get so stressed out because you have to see your racist grandpa <laughs> and your uncle who sucks and has one leg. I don't know. It's yeah. Just like, and it's snowing and it's cold. It's kind of dark. Yeah. Whatever. It's scary. You're slipping on the road. Everybody's yeah. freaking out telling you how to drive from the backseat. Okay. Yeah. In all of that, can you find the humor in it all? Can you kind of take a step back, look at it from a 10,000 foot view and kind of see where the Farkle family, funny, this makes absolutely no sense. Have some compassion for your mom. She's been through a lot. Have some compassion for your dad. Like send everybody some joy and some love. See if you can do it. Send yourself some extra love. Take extra long baths or showers. Rub the amber bath body butter all over your body. Make a sexy little experience yes. for yourself. Go outside and do a snow angel. And then jump in the hot tub if you have one and see how it makes your bones tingle. And your pussy. And your pussy. Yeah. yeah. You know, nuts. we just, it, it is, there's a lot on social media and all of this about doing all the deep work and exploring your shadow and doing all that. That's amazing. And remember that, we're here to enjoy it all. We are. Yeah. So can you find some joy in this holiday season? Wrap yourself up. Have your favorite latte. And even if you just take a couple deep breaths in the morning that are for you, the cozy blanket. Yes. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy, enjoy yourself. yourself. Yeah. Because we're going to be enjoying. We're heading to Florida. Florida. And South Carolina. And South Carolina. We are going to see our grandparents for the first time. In over three years. In over three years because of Covido. I cannot wait to see them. I'm going to jump on grandma. Do you think she can catch me? (laughs) (laughs) 
Our Jidu just got a hip replacement, so he could. Yeah. Yeah. He can handle your weight. Jidu is Arabic for grandfather. Yeah. He's Syrian. So that's where we're heading. We are also in the background creating, creating, creating for this podcast. We love it so much. We have some really exciting things Yeah, we coming. have really exciting news. So stick around. Whoop. The Sexton will be back. And better than ever. Better than ever. You can be expecting us in January. Or if you want to see us each week, you can check out our Patreon. Again, it's patreon.com slash the Sexton. And we love it there. We love our community. Yep. So we love you. Happy we love you. Well, and Happy New Year. And Happy New this Year. This is the last we'll time be we'll back. be talking to you in 2022. You can tell I don't want it to be over. We will be back for 2023. We're going to be back in 2023. Whoa. Whoa. We, we love, love you. you. Happy holidays. <laughs>